Bengals fans, happy schedule release day. I'm Anthony Vicenza with CincyJungle.com, and this is the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. Happy to have all of you with us, whether you're joining live, good to see you on a number of different platforms, Cincy Jungle Facebook page, the Orange and Black Insider YouTube channel, one of many Twitter accounts. Uh, we stream live, the video live, so happy to be joining you, or if you're catching it after the fact, you are undoubtedly maybe you're in line getting season tickets getting individual game tickets i don't know what your deal is right now but a busy day it's been a busy couple of weeks for the Bengals for the rest of the nfl be it because of the draft and now the schedule release so we knew who the opponents were we knew where the venues were we just didn't know in what order the Bengals would be playing said opponents but now we do because the nfl schedule for 22 has been released and we We'll be bringing you all kinds of different breakdowns and whatnot, but here we're gonna we're gonna kind of react to it. Maybe we'll give you a little bit too early of a prediction here. I don't know. Let's start with let's go with the awesome graphic the Bengals team uh, team of designers did here, and here it is right here uh, the schedule. In case you did not know, they kick off the season at home with the Pittsburgh Steelers on September eleventh. So that is, uh, you know, obviously still an emotional, an emotional day. So, you know, and now you've got, uh, it's emotional day around the U S and now you've got your biggest rival coming to town to kick off the season. Cannot let that one get by you. there. going to be interesting to see what, who is playing quarterback for the Steelers In all likelihood it's probably going to be Mitchell Trubisky at this point, but it could be Kenny Pickett. We will see. Um, so either way, the Bengals are facing a different quarterback donning the Pittsburgh Steelers uniform to kick off the season. Then a lot of rumors that the Bengals were going to play Dallas on Thanksgiving. Thankfully, they are not. You like the pun there? I like the pun there. Thankfully, they are not. Week two at Dallas. They are going there. Week three, a day after your boy here's birthday on the 25th. Week three, they are going to New York to face the Jets yet again. That game was a disaster last last year. Hopefully the Bengals can rebound well. Those Jets might be a little bit sneakier uh, sneakier of a team this year than they were last year. They've added a lot of talent, and I think that a lot of people think they're headed in the right direction as long as Zach Wilson is the guy. So that is week three. Week four, the Thursday night contest against Miami. I feel like they play Miami on Thursday night often i don't know what the deal is with that but that here's the deal that's another really intriguing matchup because you will have tua going up against burrow same same draft classes both of those guys you know national champions etc and and you know uh, rivals in college and now uh you know the careers in the pros have taken a bit of a different path for a number of different reasons but tua has a lot of weapons at his disposal there so that's going to be a challenging game that one is in the jungle September 29th, Thursday night, another week four Thursday nighter in the jungle. That was the same case last year against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that was a, that was a game that the Bengals won that really kind of turned their season around in in a lot of ways, not really around, but kept it on a good trajectory there. At any rate, we're talking about this year, they go to Baltimore, October 9th. And that one is a Sunday nighter on October 9th. So they go back to back primetime games. Then you got the biggie in new Orleans that one is on um, October 16th. So that one, uh, again, in New Orleans, you go from there 
Uh, you host the Atlanta Falcons at home. Marcus Mariota there. Kyle Pitts, Drake London, those those guys come to town. Then you go on Halloween night, which is a Monday night. You go to Cleveland. Um, Got to figure out your trick-or-treating early, I guess, <laughs> and get in front of the game and watch that one. The Bengals take on the Browns, whom they have had immense trouble with uh, in the Baker Mayfield era, which, by the way, is in all likelihood ending. So now it is the Deshaun Watson era in Cleveland. We will see exactly what happens there and how many games, if any at all, Deshaun Watson will be missing for the Cleveland Browns. And then you have uh, the Carolina Panthers at home and right smack in the middle of your season, you got that bye week. So you knock out uh, your first nine games there, you get the bye week, and then you knock out the final eight ones right there and coming right out of the bye on Sunday night, you are going to Pittsburgh are the Cincinnati Bengals. They are going to Heinz Field on Monday night to, I'm sorry, excuse me, Sunday night to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then you have the Tennessee Titans away as well, a rematch of the AFC divisional round. So that one's going to be interesting. Tennessee has seemingly been a little bit in transition. They drafted Malik Willis in the third round. They lost, uh, they did not re-sign Julio Jones. They traded away A.J. Brown. So interesting to see where Tennessee is going to be at this year. They still have Ryan Tannehill as a starter at this point in time. And then back-to-back, huge rematches. December 4th at home, the Bengals take on the Chiefs. A little surprising that neither one of those were were the primetime matchups there. We'll talk more about that. Then this is this is a tough stretch here. Look at the, look at these five games right here. This is a very very tough stretch. And say what you want about the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they may be in rebuild mode or you know kind of reload mode, if you will. This is a tough tough stretch of games. Playoff team from last year. Playoff team from last year. Playoff team from last year. Uh, Bengals have had, traditionally had trouble against Cleveland, and you know they they seem to be in a better shape this year, I guess. And then you've got a playoff team again in Tampa Bay. December 18th, you are going to Tampa to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. And then you've got New England on Christmas Eve. They take on New England. Then the day after New Year's Day, January 2nd, Monday night football, Buffalo Bills at Cincinnati. Big matchup there. And then either, uh, depending on how things shake out, either the 7th or the 8th of January, you end the season at home with the Baltimore Ravens. So um, that is where things stand at this point in this schedule. Again, 17-game schedule for the, the second time. First time was last year that they did the 17-game schedule. So that is your schedule here um, again, courtesy, the graphic courtesy of the Cincinnati Bengals themselves. Here is the graphic and the article on Cincy Jungle. I will pin this um, pin this here in the live chat. I believe this was from my colleague, John Sheeran, who put this one up. You can check that out. Again, there's, there's kind of the breakdown there. One more time. Week one, hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Week two, at the Dallas Cowboys. Week three, at the New York Jets. Week four, Thursday night football, hosting the Miami Dolphins. Week five, at Baltimore. Four, Sunday night football. Week six, at New Orleans. Week seven, hosting Atlanta. Week eight, go to Cleveland for a Monday night football matchup. 
week nine, hosting the Carolina Panthers. You've got the bye week right in the middle of the season. Then week 11 at Pittsburgh coming right out of the gates at Sunday night football divisional game. And then you go at Tennessee, host the Kansas City Chiefs, host the Cleveland Browns at Tampa Bay, at New England, hosting Buffalo on Monday night football, and then hosting Baltimore. Really, the back end of this schedule, pretty dang tough. Pretty dang tough. Uh, and I know now, hopefully, other teams are looking at the Bengals and, uh, and and looking at them as, oh boy, that's a tough game going to Cincinnati, hosting Cincinnati. That's a tough game. Hopefully, other teams and other fan bases are looking at it in a similar lens here. But, I mean, you go at Pittsburgh, at Tennessee, hosting Kansas City, hosting Cleveland, at Tampa Bay, at, no, I mean, this, this was basically playoff team last year, playoff team, playoff team. We're, we're in the mix for the playoffs until a little bit later in the season. Playoff team, playoff team, playoff team, almost a playoff team. We're in the mix to, until the end there for the Baltimore Ravens. So this is looking uh, a little treacherous at the back end here. But, again, the Bengals have made a lot of different strides to improve their football team namely the offensive line additions and free agency in the draft. They added a lot of talent in the secondary, especially in the draft. Their core of players remains intact, and that core is still very young and really just beginning to hit their prime, if not even quite yet hitting their prime in a lot of different areas. So, again, a really tough back end of the schedule there, but the Bengals are going to be a tough beat themselves right now. And when you look at it, uh, you know, I mean, I here, first of all, you got to look at the schedule and you say, this is the most primetime games I can remember the Bengals having. And I know there's the extra game there, but I mean, there's also talk that that Baltimore Ravens game, I think that one is later in the afternoon. The new England's game, the new England game is probably going to be later in the afternoon on that one. Um, you know, and, and some others, I think I had read and or heard that about, Nine of the 17 games are either going to be on primetime or uh, in the late slate of games. And that's kind of interesting to me because usually the late games are ones wherein it includes a West Coast team or, you know, a, a Dallas, you know, some, somewhere a little further west. And to, to accommodate that that time and that fan, the, the, the other fan base, they kind of go with that. But that was not what happened here. Um, you know, a lot of uh, Midwest teams, obviously within, within their own division, a lot of East teams and the Bengals also are one of the teams that travel the least um, in, in this year, in terms of geographical miles, they, they seem to travel the least. They're not going to Europe or any of that kind of stuff. So, uh, and then of course their, their division teams are all very, very close together. So again, that's kind of where it shakes out. Now I'm, I'm curious to see, I'm seeing a couple of different, couple of different predictions and whatnot. Uh, oh boy, Bengals and Brews. Oh boy, I didn't check this even out yet. Was looking at ticket prices for Tampa Bay game, 400 a piece for cheap seats. Well, I don't know. Uh, Lindsey Brillhart on Facebook says 11 and six. Fair enough. Uh, we'd love to hear your guesses on the record for the Bengals as you sit and you look at this here. Um, you know, again, obviously last year they were 10 and seven and then made that run awesome run in the postseason to get to the Super Bowl. So, you know, I, they've improved. The schedule looks a little, uh, you know, a little tougher. But what's interesting is 
when I think it was Ben Baby and Joe Goodberry on Twitter kind of had a couple of little uh, pieces of information there. And we knew that the Bengals strength of schedule was about, you know, one of the tougher ones because they had a first place schedule there. But we also talked about this last night on, on the show, John Sheeran and myself, wherein, you know, that is kind of subjective because you never know which teams actually are going to carry over a success from season to season. We know also now that the Bengals quarterback position is in the best it's been for a really long time. And when you look at, you know, you're going up against some of these teams, you know, how many of these teams really have a quarterback as good or better than Joe Burrow, you know, in, and you're looking at them and I, you know, they're, they're hard, I'm hard pressed to see a ton of teams on here that have a better quarterback than, than the Bengals do at this point in time. And then you, like, like I said, you bring in that offensive line, those additions that the Bengals made there. And, you know, we're, you're, we're talking about something else, but here you go. One, two, three, four, at least five. And we were teased that the Bengals were going to get a lot of primetime games. A little surprising that the Saints was not primetime. But as I mentioned yesterday in the show with John, the Saints, you know, if this was a Drew Brees and Joe Burrow, you bet that would be a primetime game. But I, I just feel like the star power for the Saints is a little less than where it was a few years ago. That would be why, you know, Dallas, a little surprising there. Of course, it seems like almost an annual tradition that the Steelers and the Bengals get a primetime game. Did not happen last year, but it seems like they play on Monday night or Sunday night football almost all the uh, all the time. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the Titans, the Chiefs, those are kind of, that's especially those. It's a little interesting that those two teams were not scheduled in primetime. But then when you look at it, I mean, there's those two teams. There's the Patriots. There's the Bills, who a lot of people are picking to be the, the you know the AFC champs this year. Uh, you know, big big fan bases with the Steelers and the Cow. I mean, it's just kind of well, you got to pick and choose. So, at any rate, five currently slated primetime games. I think the amount that the max amount that a team can get is seven in terms of being flexed into other games. So we will see if that ends up happening. Perhaps Titans, Chiefs, Bucks. Um, one of those gets flexed into a, uh, a, a primetime spot going forward there. But there's, uh, you know, we knew, again, we knew who they were playing. We knew where they were playing. We just did not know in what order this uh, this came out. You see Kevin uh, Bertke here says, I like how this broke. Easier schedule out of the gate, 12 and 5. So some – uh, Andrew Greer here says 13. Uh, that would be, th I think, 13 and four is maybe what Andrew Greer here meant, unless we're talking about a division exit and no other wins there. But I think it's 13 and four for the 17 games there. So 13 win season. Uh, Josh Getz says they'll be better this year. Burrow will have more time with a new line. Higgins did incredible things down the stretch with a torn sh shoulder, so he'll be healthy. Chase only got his feet wet. We drafted solid, tough defensive guys. Only question mark is Bates and maybe def defensive tackle, de defensive end, and we need one more tight end. So, um, yeah, and then you see <laughs> Brian McHugh. There you go, 17-0, and 0, uh, calling, calling the shot there as we go forward. So, um, yeah, that the, the schedule's been released. There are, is a lot to take in with this, obviously, and there are, um, you know, a lot of things to – to digest. But as of now, that is the order of things. Now I want to bring this up too. This isn't as 
uh, glamorous or sexy as the, the schedule, but there is a preseason schedule here, and we can give you this one as well in case you're wondering about Bengals preseason football, and there is a Super Bowl matchup rematch coming down the pike here. So there are th uh, three preseason games because of the 17-game season, and here it is right here. Uh, it, sa it sounds like there, there may be a couple of prime timers in this one too. We'll see what happens here, but Week one, Arizona Cardinals hosting them. That's an interesting one. Don't really get to – usually there's not that much travel involved in preseason games, but there's a lot for, – for them not traveling a lot as, uh, you know, in the regular season. Week one, they host the Arizona Cardinals. Week two, they go to New York. And week three, they host the Rams. Um, that week three game, a little bit of a bummer, I guess, because I think a lot of players for both teams will be resting, but um, kind of just, you know, a fun storyline there. So that that is the preseason schedule, the three game preseason schedule, Arizona Cardinals at Paul Brown Stadium, week two, New York Giants, week three, Los Angeles Rams. So that is what's happening there. Well, there are a number of questions, I guess, uh, that that we can we can address. You know, I, I forgot who it was here. Uh, it was Josh Getz saying, you know, defensive tackle, defensive end, maybe one more tight end. Um, I, I still don't think the Bengals are done in terms of additions in on their roster. And of course, as unfortunate as injuries may occur and or different scenarios may pop up, the Bengals may make calls and or you know, rental contracts to some of these players out here to add to it. So again, as we sit here right now, the Bengals have a very, very interesting schedule, a very interesting and tough back end of the schedule. I feel like the, you know, coming out of the bye, you got to come out, you got to come out hot there. You got to start hot and you got to come out hot out of that bye. Um, let's, we'll pull it up one more time here so everybody can see, but that coming right out of that bye and getting that Steelers game uh, again. And I know everybody says, you know, the Steelers aren't the same this year. Well, I mean, Steelers have shown that they don't really go away and they don't really die, so to speak. So, you know, I'm a little, little less, uh, apt to write them off, I guess, than others <laughs> seem to be. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L 
V-A-N-29.com. Here's the here's the slate of games again here, and we can kind of go and maybe do a quick, you know, win-loss, win-loss, I guess, if we want to do that before we hop on out of here. Here is the schedule uh, for those tuning in. I would like to think that the Bengals start the season off with a win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I feel like Pittsburgh may still be kind of feeling out this quarterback transition and seeing what's going on with things there. So I think the Bengals take that one at home to open the season. I think the Dallas game is very winnable. The Jets game is very, very tricky. Um, I think the Miami game is a lot tougher than some people give it credit for. Uh, And then at Baltimore on Sunday night, I think those first five weeks, your worst case is three and two. Best case is maybe four and one at that point. At New Orleans, I think that's a win. Hosting Atlanta, I think that's a win. And then, you know, at Cleveland, are are the Bengals going to be able to split with the Browns this year? I could see the Bengals maybe uh, getting at least three, if not four or more wins in the division this year. We will see. Um, But, uh, you know, at Cleveland on Monday night, that's going to be a tough one. Carolina at home, I think you take care of that. So if you go, let's say win, win, win. Uh, we will say maybe seven and two, six and three by the bye week. I think that's fair. Um, you know, seven, seven and two is probably your best case scenario, I think, at that point, and it's attainable. And then, you know, are, are, do the Bengals split with Pittsburgh at, at Pittsburgh on Sunday night? How is that going to shake out at Tennessee? Um, I, I think, I think you can potentially we can we can maybe say the Bengals. We do do we dare say the Bengals sweep the Pittsburgh Steelers again for the second year in a row? And then you've got at Tennessee. Like I said, that's going to be a tough game, but I feel like that is a little bit easier of a matchup than even last year in the playoffs um, because of the wide receiver attrition that that team has seen. And then of course you've got Kansas City. That's that's a tough one. Um, you know, Cleveland at Tampa. So let's just say. Yeah, I'm, th- I'm seeing 11, maybe 12 wins here. Just uh, kind of ballparking it off off of what we're what we're looking at here, based on what they did last year. Now that doesn't seem like an exponential growth, maybe from last year, being them, you know, them being 10 and seven. But you know, I think yeah, again, tough tough schedule, and I think there are a lot of good teams on this schedule. But I think the Bengals have improved themselves. And I think to, to say that the team has improved itself by at least one win, if not two or more, is really not asking a, a ton. Um, so I, I would I would say, you know, maybe 11, 12 wins at this point as, you know, again, injuries and all kinds of different stuff have to play into it. But right now, as I look at it, I could see 11 or 12 wins conceivably out of this schedule. And it's it's kind of funny how the prime time and the, the clutch game narrative, Will Burrow and Zach Taylor, how that has turned on its head a bit from the Carson Palmer, Marvin Lewis, Andy Dalton days that, you know, the Bengals are stepping up in these big moments and are playing well in some of these huge, huge games against some of the league's best quarterbacks, league's best teams. And so it's going to be interesting to see with at least five, if not more, 
primetime games coming down the stretch, if they get flexed into them or what have you. Really interested to see how this team reacts in those in those big moments, if they continue to show up and win most, if not all of those games. It'll be hard, though. I mean, again, you've got Buffalo, Baltimore, Miami, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh. Uh, man, three of those. Three of those division games on primetime, that's going to be hard. That's going to be hard. So, you know, I, I think conservative, I would go, I would go 11, 11 or 12 wins at this point, though. I think 11 or 12 wins is something that uh, can be attainable and something that, you know, they, they can do. And I think at that point, too, given how competitive that division is and the fact that the Bengals won it last year with 10 wins, I think if you get 11 or 12 wins at this point, I think that gets you the division again. Um, and then, you know, where that seeds you potentially in the AFC. But the, here's the other thing, too, is we all know a lot of these teams and a lot of which a lot of them on this schedule have loaded up in the AFC. So, you know, that's something uh, the Bengals in some respects have loaded up, at least on the offensive line and in the secondary this offseason. That was kind of their focus. Um, you know, others have kind of loaded up at some of the skill position. You can say, you know, Pittsburgh added a couple weapons on their, uh, you know, their skill positions. Obviously, Miami did that with Sony Michelle and Tyreek Hill, uh, you know, and, and then, uh, you know, Taron Armstead going over there as well. So, I mean, it, Miami's got a lot of, you know, a lot of big acquisitions and it's all on Tua. Can, can Tua do it? Can he show that he is the guy? And uh, that's that's a really intriguing game to me. Really intriguing game, um, <laughs> which is weird to say because that you know usually isn't the most intriguing game. At least in years past, it had not been the most uh, intriguing game. But now I, there's a lot of mystique around that game there. And then of course I mentioned it yesterday. Everybody's talking about Tampa Bay. Everybody's talking about Kansas City, Tennessee. The division games, rightfully so. But that New England game, uh, the fact that that fell on Christmas Eve. I don't know how I feel about that. But that New England game in Foxborough late in the year. I don't know how good New England is. They made the playoffs last year. I don't know how good Mac Jones is. He played efficient football last year. Obviously Bill Belichick's Bill Belichick, but I don't I don't know I, I don't know how I feel about that game. Uh that's that's a tough one. That's a tough game and I am very very as I said yet on yesterday's show. I'm very interested to see how Joe Burrow and his brain, field vision, whatever you want to call it, matches up against Bill Belichick and his ability to take away a lot of things that teams do well. And, you know, you got to find us, find a different way to beat us is, is kind of Bill Belichick's mindset. So I'm very, very interested to see how that game shakes out. And if at this point we're talking about Mac Jones, the same way we were talking about him late last season. So, uh, and then, of course, here's the other thing. Even though the Bengals do not travel a ton um, and at one of the least amount of geographical miles that they have, look at this as, as the year goes on. Potential bad weather, potential bad weather, potential bad weather, potential bad weather. Probably will be okay. Maybe rain there in Tampa. Potential bad weather in New England. Potential bad weather, Buffalo. Potential bad weather. I mean, so – you're going to have to play clean football in a lot of different scenarios where there's, there could be some really rough weather, a lot of it on your home turf, um, some of it away, but that's, that's kind of the reality of it. 
and the Bengals showed in the postseason last year, it, it didn't really bug them. So I, I'm I'm hoping that in this home stretch here, where almost every single one of these games has a possibility of some pretty bad weather, that Joe Burrow can step up, the wide receivers can step up, Joe Mixon, and of course Evan McPherson and play clean football to be able to score as many points as they can and not commit dumb turnovers, penalties, et cetera, in, in some poor weather. So that is definitely something to think about. And it, it, the weather is always a factor in the AFC North. We know that. We know that. I mean, it's it's something that everybody, all the teams have to deal with. That's for sure. Uh, we are going to get on out of here. A little bit of a brief episode, but a little bit of reactions, a little bit of rundown with the schedule as it shakes out. The Bengals 22 schedule is out. Their preseason schedule is also out. So go check that out. Go get yourself some tickets to some of these games if you are able to afford it. The Bengals will be a good team this year, barring something completely unforeseen. There are a lot of high-profile games, primetime or otherwise, on this schedule. A lot of late afternoon games, it would seem, on this schedule as well. So the Bengals are... You know they're they're they've set themselves up for a nice season, but they also have a a challenging road ahead. There is no there's no doubt about that. And then of course, um, you know, I, as I said, I'm seeing double digit wins here for the Bengals, probably in the 11 or 12 win range as I sit here right now. And the strength of schedule thing, yes, it is a difficult schedule, but it, it's also you know that's a subjective kind of metric or stat because teams change from year to year. Who knows who's who's going to be better or who's not last year the jets look like you know a walk in the park the Bengals lose that game they play them again this year and it would seem that that would be even an even tougher matchup this year based on their growth their acquisitions and everything so um, we'll just have to see exactly what happens but thanks for tuning in to the schedule reaction show i'm anthony kazenza and of course you can get all of the breakdowns on cincyjungle.com you can go check out the schedule reactions we've got more and more opinions analysis on it coming out here over the next uh this evening and tomorrow and whatnot so go check that out for sure and if you are new to the show get this show the cincy jungle podcast channel is on your favorite audio streamer and the orange and black insider this show is part of the cincy jungle podcast network so you can get that on itunes stitcher spotify google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, any of the major ones we are there if you like the video broadcast you can click the icon the show icon down in the corner there click that to subscribe click the bell to be notified when we go live when new content is available and of course Got to give a thumbs up on the Cincy Jungle Facebook page there. Got, I think, close to 100,000 people liking that uh, page at this point in time. So you got to like that to also get the streams and all kinds of links to stories and whatnot. So check it out. We appreciate your support and we appreciate you tuning in. Hopefully you have a great rest of your day and week. We'll be bringing you all kinds of different content. So enjoy. We'll talk to you soon.